0: Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Newsgram. Coming to you today, as usual, from the Arizona desert, where for years I have seen my share of scorpions, but I've never seen a blue one. So when I saw this book title, it grabbed me right away. The book is called Blue Scorpion, Last Flight of the Ancients by Karen Lee. It's a work of fiction, and the main character is Ivana, a very strong woman. I mean, she has to be. Here's an excerpt. Few women in Seamus would take up hard labor, and very few would wield a weapon. So when Ivana settled in the outpost drone, standing up to the warlord Salem's men with a weapon and earning her living as a blacksmith, she drew the attention of many. Joining me today from Australia is the book's author, Karen Lee. Tell me about the Blue Scorpion. The title is Blue Scorpion, Last Flight of the Ancients.
1: In nature, things that are blue are quite often poisonous or venomous. In Australia, we have the blue ringed octopus. They are very cute, tiny little octopuses with you know iridescent blue rings. But if you pick one up, they're deadly, um, uh. and there is no anti venom. We also have these things called blue bottles, um, and they're jellyfish that sting, and, and they they're quite well known for giving some very nasty, even lethal stings. So the idea of blue actually carries a, a sense of beauty but deadliness.
0: Oh, okay. okay. Um, and
1: scorpion is, you know, obviously scorpion is a, a an arachnid um, that can pack a bit of a punch um, with its sting. Um, the emblem of a scorpion is, you know, a spider has its fangs. They rear up. You can see its fangs. It's there. Whereas a scorpion, you don't necessarily see the tail; it's it's a bit more sneaky,
0: right? Right, unless it's upon you,
1: it, uh, uh, until it's upon you and and um and, and you start feeling it, and so that that gives you a little bit of an idea of what Blue Scorpion was referring to,
0: yeah.
1: Um, and uh, the the whole title is actually Blue Scorpion: Last Flight of the Ancients, and actually that that just ties in both. I guess, parts of the revealing, I suppose, um, being on the theme of revealing secrets and what the ancients refer to are the things that that are being revealed.
0: Ivana, your main character. In my head, I have a picture of Demi Moore, but you tell me, who is Ivana?
1: Who is Ivana? Well, Ivana is a, she appears first in the story as a traveller from the mountains, mysterious traveller from the mountains, mm-hmm. and she comes into this outpost in, the, uh, I guess, an outpost of a, a big foreign country where she sort of ser- serendipitously, serendipis- I think, I suppose, serendipitously meets, right, the, there you, go. you know, a, um, uh, an old man um, who happens to be a, a bladesmith who was quite ill And couldn't continue his line of work anymore. Incidentally, um, she's also trained as a blacksmith, a bladesmith. And to continue to, I guess, support the the family that she sort of fell into. That she sort of then sort of lives where they lived and started to work in the smithy. Now, this art post is of a country that, um, I guess, where... Women don't usually do the hard labor. They don't usually work in the forges or, you know, they're, you know, um, in the fields at best. Um,
0: right. I was going to say farming, laboring, but she's a blacksmith, this woman.
1: That's right. So she already is a complete newcomer and a small outpost. So immediately, if you imagine a small town and somebody new comes in, everyone knows who the newcomer is.
0: Sure, Um, sure. Well, she's she's got a lot to, I mean, she's also very striking, right? She's she's strong, she's beautiful, she's mysterious, and she doesn't seem to fit in. There's a lot of mystery about where she she comes from.
1: That's right. Um, So not only is she a blacksmith, she also is able to fight off the bandits that were trying to harass the family. Mm -hmm. Um, And that obviously got her quite a bit of attention, from both, I guess the you might term the good guys and the bad guys.
0: Yeah, she has how many weapons? I mean, I, I think I read at one point she had a dagger, two swords. Then at one point she pulled out a, a retractable rod. Did I did I get that right?
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So at least no stranger
0: four... to strong weapons, and she uh, is a world class blacksmith as well.
1: Yeah, so she got um, obviously got the uh, attention of. Um, those who were in power, both from the side that were, I guess, what we might call the negative or uh, people who just wanted stuff for themselves, and those that were actually allies of the king. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the story progresses from there, where, excuse me, she then gets the attention eventually of the palace. Sure. Um, And then she gets sort of offered a commission there because the blacksmiths, the royal blacksmith had also at that point in time instantly retired. And they were looking for someone to replace the royal blacksmith. Right. And it was for a commission. So it was not a permanent position. It was more a, okay, you're here and you have this assignment to do
0: there's a lot going on uh, and 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 I don't want to give away too much I never really know where to go because it's a work of fiction right so you want people to get the book and you yep. want them to uh, to read it so I want to give them enough that doesn't give away too much but yep. tells them here's why I think you should get it Ivana is one of them she's a, she's a very interesting character and I think one of the themes that you seem to enjoy is uh, Secrets Revealed. I, yeah. I read that, and as I was going through, I noticed that, yeah, okay, that's that's just good storytelling, in my opinion. You want to be able to say, what is it about Ivana? You know, people want to learn about her. And then it's like, then there are more things that are revealed, and as you go along, there's always a little something kind of dangling out there, right? That, that you're like, hmm, what's going on with that? But it yeah. does kind of keep you going, which is pretty cool. Yeah, um, And that's
1: what I love um, about writing the character there's more to discover even as i was writing oh like little dimensions of things that i was exploring with the character i had a lot of fun
0: mm-hmm. yeah there are uh not only secret identities secret histories secret relationships and secret creatures are we going to run into some of those throughout the book
1: oh yes but um <laughs> would you like me to give it away <laughs> well so it's soon? it's up
0: to you you share okay. whatever you feel like you know anything that we think could, might. Uh, dangle a carrot out there right and get them to want to read the story
1: i think the concept of discovering things that were already there so the the world at the time is set just at the sort of just prior to the great flood and it is a world that already was quite advanced and Um, sort of for the ancient technologies and in science and certain things that we might not necessarily be familiar with in our today. You know, the the old book hints at that and we are discovering archaeological evidence of that all around the world now. So it was a world that thought it it knew what was going on. Um, They thought they knew the the mountains. They thought they knew all the creatures that live there. But then... You know, Ivana is the holder of the key to one of the very last of the mysterious creatures that everyone thought had fallen into myth. And I guess that for some people they're believers of this, oh, yeah, you know, this thing must have existed some many years ago but they're no longer around or, oh, it's just stories that people make up. And you see the different attitudes playing out throughout the story to the hints of this particular creature sort of existing, and then when it does appear in front of them, the myriad of different responses (laughs) that people sort of go through from shock to, oh, my goodness, this is my dream. Um, Yeah, yeah. And that was a lot of fun to explore as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, just another one of those uh, things dangling out there that uh, reveal themselves in time. You know, I don't know if this was a coincidence, but on Amazon – you read the synopsis that's available there, yeah. and it says other recommended authors that if you like this book, here are some other ones that you might like: mm-hmm. Stieg Larson, J.K. Rowling, George R.R. R. Martin, and J.R.R. R. Tolkien. You're in some oh, pretty good company there.
1: That, that's <laughs> real. I haven't I haven't seen that bit, but um, that yeah, Tolkien is probably one of my biggest influences.
0: Uh-huh. Um, okay. Tolkien and C.S.
1: Lewis. Um, so I really love the way that they tell their stories. Um, I've loved the way that um, it's steeped in history, but has a a twist to it.
0: Um, Mm -hmm.
1: And it's, um, I love that.
0: Yeah. I got the feeling that it was, it was an ancient world. Yep. But it was a modern world. You, you have sort of juxtaposition going on. Ivana is sixty, but she feels like twenty. I can I yes. can relate to that. You know, a little <laughs> bit of this, a little bit of that, old and the new, which is it, right. which is also uh, very intriguing.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, I liked the idea. There there was a theory that early on in the history of the world, because the air was clearer, there were less pollutants, the genes were clearer. Less genetic baggage, I suppose, and people flourished in in ways that I guess we don't see anymore um you know in um a lot of old texts, we see people that are you know easily three four h- nine hundred years old. Noah started building his ark, you know at six hundred. Those stories that we hear they must be based in something, and right. so i that was a play on that idea that okay maybe maybe not quite 600 but you know she's still a young person in that particular world um right but even within that youth there's still quite a lot of our you know equivalent years that she's actually been around quite a bit
0: yeah now when it comes to talking about different lands and different worlds is your influence coming from your own background i know you're currently in australia but that you haven't always been there
1: No, I haven't. I was born in Hong Kong. um, And I think the idea um, behind, I guess, the writing of Ivana and probably underpinning that character quite a bit is the idea of identity. Now, personally, um, I was adopted. So identity is always something that I I liked to explore a little bit. And so that's something that was personal to me that I've worked into that character.
0: Yeah, I, I had a feeling. Is this the only book that you've written or are there others out there that we should look for?
1: Um, I'm working on something else, but this is oh, the only book it. that I've put out there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So this is this is your first book?
1: This is my first book. Um, it took me probably about 15 years um, oh, wow, to okay. yeah. put it all together. Um, and it was just iteration after iteration. I had a couple of, you know, friends proofread my manuscript, take out all the bits that, you know, weren't, um, but weren't quite stacking up. Um, the fun of writing um, a book and then going back and reading it is that you can pick up some really funny things.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so you know, if you're not careful, you can have the river running east and west at the same time if you you know, haven't got your map down and drawn everything out and where everything is. Um, so I guess the process. I really enjoyed the process of crafting this so it's something that I've poured a lot of my experiences watching my friends you know the the game that was mentioned in um in the book where it's a big tabletop game was actually a little bit inspired by some of my, what my friends did with the Warhammer 40,000 40k games and I thought maybe they can have that an ancient version of that and um and still you know it's very low tech it's very um, fun, very collaborative. People get really into it. Um, yeah. Do you like so, those
0: role playing games?
1: I do like board games. Um, the ones that are very immersive, I get a little bit. I don't have the patience for, for those yeah. that, that you yeah, know. You, I'm with you, 40, Warhammer Forty K is one of those that like you know four hours long. So some of those games can can be a little bit involved.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, last question. You you said it took you about fifteen years to work on this. Now for me, when I'm working on something, it stays in my brain wherever I go until I finally get it worked out. So for 15 years, you've had elements of this story running through your mind. It must've been a relief to finally finish it. Or were, was it hard to say, no, I'm done. I'm, I'm, this is it. I'm finished.
1: I both, I think (laughs) Um, it was a relief to say, okay, I need to draw the line somewhere. Um, Mm -hmm. And this is, this is a good line to draw or, or that I was comfortable to draw that line. Um, at the same time it was very daunting because for 15 years it's been as you said elements of it has been playing through my head when you have something in your head and it's mulling around in your head sometimes sleep doesn't come very easy
0: right right that's true you end up just thinking about that all night long and then you got to pick up a book i have to read to get my mind focused on something else
1: that's right and so I've always had to either keep a notepad or, you know, use my phone and quickly jot down a bunch of notes. If I'm working on something, if I'm working, especially I was working on the story, I would have a notepad. Um, I would have a scrapbook and just a lot of things that, that I could just, you know, quickly sketch something or mind map, you know, certain relationships and um, certain maps, certain other things um, that, you know, I could, think of at the time so that I don't lose that thought. But I right. can come back to it when I have the the headspace to actually sit down, close everything off and, and work on it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's good. I gotta write that down because I will not remember that in the morning. <laughs>
1: yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Perfect. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, listen, thank you for taking a minute to talk to me about this. I can't wait to see what you have coming up next. Don't wait fifteen years, please. I don't know <laughs> if I have that much time. <laughs>
1: Oh, I'm I'm working on it.
0: (laughs) Thank you for taking time.
1: Thank you so much for taking the time, too, and and for accommodating uh, the time zone.
0: Blue Scorpion, Last Flight of the Ancients by Karen Lee. It's out now and available wherever books are sold. And that's it for this edition of Newsgram.